You're listening to The Big Show on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Oh, hi there. It's Monday. It's The Big Show, Russell and Rose. Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It came and it went. The stampede is now officially over. How are you feeling this morning? Are you relieved? Are you sad? Do you want to get back at it tonight? I think there's a lot of uh, tired Calgarians uh, this morning in the aftermath of the stampede. What? Again, I'm new to the city. I'm new to this beautiful city. Experienced stampede for the first time. Uh, what's the aftermath like now in the city? Patrick, what what what's the vibe check right now in Calgary? I mean, for me, it was always the same. Just nothing changed. But for others, probably a little sad. Uh, probably a little happy as well for others. I'm probably on that on on the on the latter part. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's it's kind of over with. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it cleared out uh, pretty quick. A wild horse they took down already or starting to. So yeah, it's just it it, it is a little bit of that. Uh, Black Monday type vibes. Oh, it's sad. Oh, I got no money. Oh, blah. But yeah, no, that's uh, that's it. That's it for another year. Now, um, we all know uh, there's the dreaded credit card bills that come in January after yep. Christmas. Yep. Uh, is 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 that what it's going to be like in Calgary in uh, August? I'd assume so. Close to it. <laughs> You're like, uh oh. I mean. They got a little reckless. There were people that went down there on the daily, and I get it. Maybe you were work lucky enough work for a company that uh, you know could take care of you out there with parties and whatnot. But there were people that were there every day, grinding your admission, buying your drinks, buying your your really weird food, buying these games and whatnot. So, yeah, you could rack up a giant bill. if you're not smart, Uh, you're right. It is a little sad. Uh, that stampede is over because um, because then it's like oh it's like oh no the the life of the city seems to be gone and that's what everybody just gets built up because it's like ten days out of the year it's a party and then it just kind of gets to the old calm style of everything where there's little things that'll pop off you got folk fest coming up next month what's that that's uh, folk music got uh, oh I thought you said full fest for a second folk fest oh full fest like oh you come where you eat till you're full I no know. no and then there's there's global fest which is fireworks. In at the end of August, but uh, nothing compares to Stampede. Well, of course. I'm going to miss uh, everyone geared up in their uh, cowboy and cowgirl outfits. Yeah, I'm not going to miss it, but uh, uh, well, well, you're new to differ. it. You're new to it. So yeah, I, I've just been exposed to it for You're just a bitter, cynical man. Very cynical. Very okay, angry, very tired, very, you know, a lot of things. But uh, you know what, we're here. GVP's back with us. Are you, did you get after it during Stampede? Because you were doing afternoons, right? So you could yep. actually go get after it, GVP? I, I, I went down there and enjoyed the, the country festivities, as we all know. I'm probably the resident country guy here, so I'm going to yep. miss it more than, miss it more than others. But yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of fun. Uh, put away the cowboy stuff for, for at least a month. Country Thunder's around the corner in August. That's Ooh. always a good time as well. I'll be what's, down there. Okay, what's Country Thunder? Oh, yeah, there's that one, yeah. It's a country music festival. Well, I, no, no, I get it, but where like, where oh. is it like and stuff? Uh, Fort Calgary. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's a good time. Oh, all Three right. Three days of country music. Is there any big acts coming? Tim McGraw, Keith Urban, John oh. Party's good as wow. well. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I've heard of those guys. Okay. Except for the last guy. John Party, he's kind of new on the streets, I guess. Yeah, but I don't he's, really he's know John Party. He's very good. I've heard of uh, Keith Urban and uh, Tim McGraw. Yes. Yeah. Is he still with um, Faith? What's her name? Hill. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. 
the aftermath of the stampede, uh, I think uh, a lot of tired bodies out there still. It's the dog days of uh, summer when it comes to the sports, Is it for ever? sure. Uh, we have the Open Championship this week, which I'm excited for at Royal Liverpool after Rory McIlroy won the Scottish Open yesterday. Yeah, we'll except talk some we're golf. Not, we'll start watching it and be almost everybody be almost over. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's the thing. The time change, right? Yeah, because they'll be teeing off at, like I think, like 12.57 local. Is That's when awesome. The first tees, like just after midnight, or one a.m. Yeah, the, is the first tee. Yeah, and then you're watching guys like Richard Bland at yeah. like one a.m. If you're a diehard golf fan uh, in Calgary, or a degenerate or like some gambler. sort of and <laughs> so some sort of amateur too, and you're watching the first tee offs at Royal <laughs> Liverpool. But um, yeah, it's the dog days of summer. Still no news on Elias Lindholm. Ew. Still no news on Noah Hannafin. Still no news on Michael Backlund. Like we're still waiting on what's going to happen with Chris Tanner. Gonna happen with Nikita Zadorov. <laughs> we don't know, but that's okay because it feels like we're going into training camp with all those players in the roster. But you never know; Coach, a trade could happen any day. Coach is preparing that sway as, as I'm choking to death. Trade can happen any day. It's probably a bit of the smoke. It's so, definitely a bit of the smoke right now. So it is going to be cleared today. Um, can I tell you why I got bitter yesterday? Why? You know, I woke up at 7 a.m. to watch the Djokovic match. Yes. So my uh, my boyfriend lost in five sets to uh, Carlos Alcaraz, and, uh, uh, the world number one, the up and comer, a classic. Djokovic had a chance to win um, win the match. He had a set point in the second and missed an easy two handed backhand. Mm-hmm. He wins that second set. I, I, I think that thing is done very quickly, but he doesn't. And full credit to Alcaraz for winning the match. Uh, he played fantastic. The guy is his court coverage is just incredible. Um, I don't know. I I just need to again. We know social media is just a scourge like it's just the the place where awful like where <laughs> takes just get thrown around all over the place the takes i saw yesterday that my my man was done it's over <laughs> the guy was 35 days removed from winning the french open and he's done yeah, i guess in 35 days five, five weeks in a wimbledon final it's over for him uh alcara is going to keep winning every single major now the rest for the rest of time uh, and it's over i just it just it's awesome to me that people who never watch the sport or even care about the sport tune in once a year. And that's cool because uh, we saw a lot of uh, superstars there set on court. Brad Pitt was there. Uh, Hugh Jackman was sitting in Djokovic's box. Idris Salba. Yeah. Um, um, Daniel Craig was there. James Bond. Um, Prince William was there looking as terrible as usual. God, what happened to that guy? <laughs> No hair. Like, no, he looks awful. He looks like his dad. Like, yeah, he looks he's, terrible. He's, Mind you, his hair, he looks like the security guard from Princess Daya, but whatever. Um, I don't understand if you have that much money why you wouldn't get the hair transplant. Nobody would have <laughs> ever known you went bald. Kid was a good-looking kid. Full head of blonde hair. But, like, yeah, like, just get the hair transplant. He just looks terrible sitting there. I mean, like, the way he has it styled, too, it's like, cut it short, too, William. What are you, what are you, what are you grasping on here? Nothing worse than that. Just let it go. But anyway, uh, credit to Carlos Alcaraz. I was a little bitter yesterday the entire day. Still a little sour over it. Of course. Yeah, still a little sour. That's yeah. the one thing I really care about in sports. Because, you know, I, I'm past that part of my life where I like super fandom on specific things. Yeah. That's one of the things I actually really care about. And uh, I was a little bitter yesterday. Oh, and that's then, totally fair. Yeah, I Valid. put the phone down. Like, I just put the phone down. Because I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And I just... And watch the Blue Jays beat the Diamondbacks to get a three-game sweep. There you go. Uh, speaking of which, we'll have Buck Martinez on the show for a little bit. 
Yeah, he'll join us for like uh, 10 minutes yeah. at 7.45. <laughs> I love talking to Buck Martinez. He's the best. Danny Jansen comes through in the clutch again for the Blue Jays. We'll ask him about that. Um, Charles Davis is going to join us at 7 o'clock. Struggling today. Charles Davis at 7 o'clock from the NFL on CBS. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is off to the Tennessee Titans, which is which is a total just cash grab for DeAndre Hopkins. I want to yeah. go to Kansas City or Buffalo. One want a Super Bowl. It's all about a chip. Actually, I'm not going to turn down $26 million. Well, I always thought like, like the, the memes that popped up with Buffalo and it was like uh, ring chasing with the Bills. Where's your ring? What yeah, the Bills have never won. What ring chasing? Yeah. It'd be the first one you're chasing. But no, I, yeah, I knew it. Tennessee always made more sense than New England, I thought, even though New England really, I think, needed Hopkins more, especially for Mac Jones. So really, it was like two options. I'm like, okay, these are two places that cannot throw the ball very well Yeah, with Tannehill and and Mac Jones in New England. But you know what? He goes down to Nashville, goes maybe gets the easier division there, obviously with the AFC South. I think this is a He's player. He's very familiar with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, this is a player that shown last year in the second half, once he came back from the suspension with Arizona, that he was one of the top receivers in the game, almost having a thousand yards in eight games. There was or something like that. So I think it's a, it's a good signing and it adds to that core where there wasn't a lot in it. It, it was, after AJ Green, it was left. It was or not AJ Green. AJ Brown. Sorry, it was. Yeah. Uh, it just it got a little got a little blue in that receiving room. So, uh, but no, this DeAndre Hopkins ad should be should help Ryan Tannehill for sure. And it's you know it's a two year deal. It could be worth up to fifteen million in the first year if he hits all his targets and everything. So it's base salary of twelve million. So not a lot of money for a guy that. I still think at 31 years old can can be an impact player. Yeah, he's dealt with some injuries yep. uh, the last couple seasons uh, with the knee as well, but still one of the most dynamic players in the National Football League. And his hands are just unsettling. Like mm-hmm. it's just unsettling how gigantic his hands are. Oh yeah, yeah. he can pretty much palm the moon with that guy. Oh, he wears triple X <laughs> gloves. Triple X gloves. I mean, hell, if you if you're born with large hands, you play basketball, play play quarterback, yeah. play some football, no basketball. That's where these sports are. Um, last week and, and Patrick, you're, you're doing the whole co-hosting for the whole three hours, right? You're doing, you're doing the full Matty Rose yeah. role today. Uh, we've had a lot of fun. Julian McKenzie joined us a couple weeks ago, Eric Francis last week. And now Patrick, uh, joining us here, uh, the entire time. There's a lot of men in the studio today. <laughs> There's a lot of dudes here, uh, to do the show. Azam is here. He's quietly working away here. I don't, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you working on right now? I'm just setting up the schedule for the rest of the week. Oh, okay. All right. So you're you're just like doing other stuff. It's, are you supposed to be contributing on the show or no? Oh, I am. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I like your multitasking. We also have intern Shan who will do show yeah. notes. Yeah. Shan's back with us another week of waking up super early. Uh, and and Azam will take over the booking. Much here. appreciated. I like the mornings, actually. Oh, uh, really? Why? Because I'm done at 12. And I, I, you know, I'm realizing I can get back into golf now. I can, I, I go home, have a nap, and then I, I got the rest of my day. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a perk to the job. Sure, we're shaving years off our lives waking up at the ungodly hours that we do. <laughs> but again, you have a lot of flexibility during the day. You see what other people do during the day who aren't working. Yeah. It's, right? You're I, like, it's I, busy. Absolutely. And Be- People got a lot of sk- different schedules out there, not just nine to fivers. And I'm just napping when I get home. Everyone's working. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, I hammer naps when I get home. And we got GVP. So there's a lot of dudes in the studio today. I wanted to go around the room because we got Charles Davis on. And this is something I spoke to our boss Art about. Because, and I think we've broached this subject a little bit uh, when I first got here, but uh, it is July and it's super slow and we have an NFL guest coming up at the top of the next hour. 
Who's the NFL team of Calgary? Like, I'm trying to figure this out. Is it the Denver Broncos? Is it the Seattle Seahawks? Is it the Minnesota Vikings? Is it the Dallas Cowboys? Patrick, who the hell is the NFL team of the city of Calgary? Who's the team they get behind? By the way, let me know. 960-960, name and location on the text line. Who is it? I think there's a combination of a lot of things. You take in the West Coast teams for sure, uh, just locally. Uh, they're, they're close well, It's not to. like Seattle's local. No, but it's, it's, easy, it's easy to get to. Denver, same thing. The sister city of yeah, Calgary. Yeah, and like uh, if if uh, we, you know, growing up here before the expansion of digital cable, you had the American affiliates of from down in Spokane, Washington, which fed a lot of Seahawks stuff up here as well. Uh, Broncos are popular. Cowboys are obviously popular everywhere they go. Uh, Minnesota is very popular. I would say Minnesota is definitely a Winnipeg's team. Winnipeg, you want to take an NFL team. There's tons of Vikings fans out there as well as uh, Packer fans. Uh, Vikings up here. I know off the hand, I know about four Vikings fans. Uh, um, Packers are kind of popular, but I would say it's, it's gotta be somewhere between the Niners, the Broncos. Niners. Yeah. Niners are definitely up there too. Uh, GVP. Yeah, Niners, Broncos, Seahawks would probably be the top three in my estimation. GVP, do you know? First of all, you don't really watch the NFL, do you? No, I'm trying to get into it more and more. But. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it'll make it though. The NFL. They yeah. Probably use uh, your fandom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. They always take one more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you know? I I feel like I'm on the same page with with Dumas here. It's 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 probably Seattle, just because you know you're more likely to be a fan of a team when you have the chance to go play, go watch, watch them live. Those jerseys and that 12th man did a lot for their popularity in a lot of places, especially with kids. Yeah. So I, I would, I would say it's hmm. Seattle or, or, or Denver probably. He's obviously historically the Seahawks haven't been the greatest franchise. It's just been the last 15 years that they've turned this thing around to be a, uh, where they won their Super Bowl, where they've been to Super Bowls, where they've, you know, it's the Pete Carroll era, I guess you could say. That's really turned the the yeah. ship around with Seattle, well, and, and but, but for Russell historically, Wilson. like yeah, Russell Wilson obviously too, but but Denver and San Francisco for historic reasons, obviously they were powerful. They've always been good. Those two teams, um, you know, Dallas, of course, Dallas is always going to be in there, just because they are America's team and and uh, they are the Yankees, they are the Leafs of their leagues. That even in on a on a cold day in late February or something and these this team didn't make the playoffs or was out in the wild card round the Cowboys are making news on ESPN or NFL network yeah. you're always talking about them it's like we're always talking about the Leafs we're always talking about the AL East well yeah again yeah. that's that's what it is because the Dallas Cowboys are yep. the biggest team in the NFL yep. and you know the most valuable franchise in the National Football mm-hmm. League and that's who they are I I find one thing that's uh, not that it's strange it's just eye opening for me uh, back out east, back home, uh, there's a lot of Patriots fans. Yeah. There's no, pa- I've, I've barely seen, I don't see any but this Tom Brady probably Patriots just jerseys. Popped up since, what, 2001? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but still. I guess Patriots would also be a popular popular team out here, too. Are they? Are there a lot of Patriots there fans? There were out here? Patriot fans, for sure. A okay. lot of people love Tom Brady because of what that dynasty was. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a Patriot fan. They always win. Um, Azam, uh, who's, the, who's the NFL team in Calgary? Uh, I'd, I agree with. GVP and Dumas there, but Seattle for sure. I was able to go for sure. Oh, for sure. I the amount. I, I also work at Sportcheck. The amount of Seattle Seahawks stuff we sell. You didn't have to name it, but you could have named. I work at a. But shout out to Sportcheck. 
Well, Thanks for the free pub. No worries. But <laughs> yeah, need it too. Yeah. The, the amount of Seattle Seahawks stuff we sell is quite a bit compared to anything else. Though. Really? Yeah. I thought it was the Broncos coming here. Yeah. I really thought it was the Denver Broncos. I really well, feel like it's a bit of everything. Though. It, 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 we it is a uh, a mosaic of NFL teams up here for sure. Mm. It's they say it would have to be. You'd have to do a real like. You know, like a real straw poll of the, of the streets. Go to bars. Go. You to think? You think like it, a have like a thousand people? So you think it's younger fans uh, gravitated towards the Seahawks, and maybe but older also, people were we Niners and Broncos fans. Younger fans nowadays, they're going to be more gravi- gravitas towards the Chiefs and the Bengals and the Bills. Yeah, and those young AFC powerhouse teams. Sure. Uh, I don't know if you'll see so much. Young up and comers for the NF over in the NFC because the NFC is a giant is a is a completely black and white conference. It's just like the night and day. They're different right now with the way the quarterback shift is over to the AFC. So uh, the Jets, they're a pot. They've been to some popular teams. I think you know the it's, Jets yeah, really. I, the yeah, Jets. I've seen a few. I have. I know a couple Jets fans actually. So. The GD Jets, as yeah. the meme says. Yeah. Uh, um, getting a couple text messages. Thank you. Uh, nine sixty nine sixty. Name and location. Uh, our man Jeremy and Cochran, Philadelphia Eagles. No question. There you go. And then Jeremy from Calgary. Everyone here cheers for somebody different. I'm a Jets yeah. fan. My wife is a Cowboys fan. Some of my buddies are Eagles fans. Yeah, it's it's all a, it's a the it's, potpourri. It's not even like and, and the funny thing is like the stories like of how you become a fan of an NFL team out here. It's, it's not usually because oh my dad was a fan of this team. No, it's like I liked that team. I liked that color. I liked that player. Yeah, that's what uh, I did. I just it, hitched it, my wagon to the Raiders just randomly. Yeah. I have a Bo Jackson jersey at home, so I was like, I'll cheer for the Raiders. I don't know if Shan, Shan's a, a Falcons fan. I don't know if Mad No Four had anything to do with that. And Michael Vick. Michael I'm, Vick. I'm not a Falcons fan. I oh, I thought you were Cardinals. Falcons. Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, there's another guy that was in here was a Falcons fan. So. Yeah, my brother's a Cardinals fan. Yeah, believe it or not, uh, going to be uh, tough times for the Cardinals this year. Although they have picks number one and potentially number two in the draft uh, next season, if uh, the Texans and the Cardinals both stink, which they probably will, <laughs> uh, the Cardinals could be staring at a one-two draft. Which they went two-three this year. They went two-three yeah. this year. They which go would one, be two next incredible uh, next year if that actually happens with little Kyler Murray. Uh, you can put in your pocket uh, and unleash him on the NFL. I. Maybe Kyler Murray finds his way to Atlanta. That that potentially could be a, a destination for Kyler Murray down the road. Um, Wedley, uh, my buddy is a legit Bengals fan due to Ocho Cinco. Our Matty Rose is a diehard Bengals fan. Yeah. Um, I hate the Patriots, George. Uh, the pretty boy Tom Brady can beat it. I hate him and Belichick uh, can make love, and I realize no longer plays there, George. Yeah, I get it. Uh, you got to just appreciate the greatness in New England. With that Belichick and, and Brady dynasty. But yeah, so I'm, I'm getting a vibe. It's the Seahawks. I think we might even be having Seahawks games on the station this fall. We, we had Broncos games on the station yeah. as like three years ago. I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying that, but whatever. I, I don't know. Who cares? Um, it's, ooh, it's, it well, I, and if it doesn't, they, we're going to have people with torches no, it, outside the studio. It makes it easy because the, the, the guys out west, I think 615 Vancouver's play Seahawks games. So it would yeah. just make an easy. See, Vancouver makes sense. Yeah. Right there, the proximity, whatever. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, Seattle is the second closest, is also the closest team to us. Sure. Uh, 960, 960, name and location. Tell us who the uh, football team, the NFL football team of uh, Calgary is. Also, um, the CFL team had a big win oh. uh, this past weekend. I didn't watch a single second of it. But Did you cover the team? What do you mean you didn't watch I was thing? busy on Saturday. Okay. At the, at the Cavs game? No, with that and then Stampede. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, well, you went to Stampede even though you're so bitter and cynical about it? Well, I was actually not even at Stampede. I was at the saddle and watching wrestling. Oh, okay. So I didn't actually partake in any Stampede. Oh, okay. So I'm happy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, right on the parade Hell here, yeah. um, Patrick. <laughs> um, we'll talk about the CFL team uh, that won over the weekend. Uh, Wimbledon, the Blue Jays, and um, pretty much zero hockey news. Uh, I mean, Galchenyuk threatened cops. That's about yeah, it. that's great. That's your hockey news. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> when we got to go there, that's great. All right. Um, we got a lot of men in the studio. Uh, it's myself, Patrick, GVP, Azam, intern Shan. Uh, Charles Davis is going to join us at 7 o'clock. Buck Martinez at 745. Brent Cunning and Sam McKee from the Golf Show over on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Uh, talk about the Scottish Open, tee up the Open Championship. Uh, they also do a great job covering the Leafs. Uh, both of them uh, are in on that as well. Ask them uh, what's going on with the Austin Matthews, William Nylander contracts. Why aren't they signed yet? Uh, it's July here. Should have been Come signed on. by now. No? Should have been signed by now. No? Don't you need to figure well, out your At least Austin now? Matthews, right? Yeah, like, that should have been signed by yeah, now. That one should be signed. Like, I don't do understand. Like, guys, like, what's the holdup here? I want to sign. Not long term, but I want to sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably want a three-year deal. All right, we'll do all of that. Uh, it's a busy show. And we're having uh, Ryan Strachnitsky, uh from the Humboldt Broncos. Going to join us. Got a yes. really cool uh, event coming up at Launchpad. Uh, and uh, he has an incredible story of um, a procedure he had done in Thailand uh, that I definitely want to get uh, his thoughts on. Uh, he's going to join us at 8.30. So uh, we got a busy show for a uh, very slow sports weekend. Well, not really. Kind of no, slow. No, I mean, Wimbledon final. It's it's this. I don't it's know. It's the dog days. It is the dog days. You got to find some days. good. Yeah. Uh, lots to do. Uh, it's the big show. Russick and Rose. No Rose. Sports at 960. The fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan. No Maddie. Still on vacation. It's back Friday, isn't he? Is that when he's back? Yes. Well, he's, I, he's back in the city, I think, on like Wednesday. Mm. Get, There'll be some jet lag. You get some days. There'll be some jet Maybe lag. Maybe he's back tomorrow, but yeah, you need days. Yeah. To Anytime you go on a vacation, himself. always at least give yourself a day or two on the back end or return. Like, oh, I need two. I need 16 days off. Well, your trip's 14. Use those last two to rest. Look at you, Patrick. You're just spitting out the truth today. Like, why? Do, like, I don't shit. understand people that want to go to vacation and then go right back to work yeah, on no, Monday. I no. don't understand. You need a buffer. People, like, stop it. The depression there. You need the, a, oh, I'm back there. here. Yeah, like, you know, there. just like how you feel down. Are you saying he, he like he's going to be like, oh, God, I got to go gonna, back to those knuckleheads at the he, radio station? I don't know, but he's going to probably feel a little like FOMO from Italy. Yeah, maybe. Maybe a little bit, especially in this business. Yeah. Can I tell you there's times where I can't wait to get to work to talk about stupid stuff? Yeah, I mean, Mondays and Tuesdays I guess probably that's not what... for me, but like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm all <laughs> Thanks, game. Patrick. Let's go. Thanks, Patrick. That's <laughs> where so you and I differ. Sometimes like I can't wait to tell the people of Calgary what I have to say. I, on this I, sometimes I forget subject. it. I, I forget what I want to say. Sometimes. Should write stuff down. I should seriously have a start, journal. I need it. I need right? something. You There's, should just have a journal. Mine just says meow, 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 meow over and over again. As long as it gets you to where you want to get. Um, Charles Davis, NFL on CBS, going to join us at the top of the hour. It's been a while since we've talked to our pal Charles Davis. Yeah, probably. Um, like, maybe training camps are on the corner. It actually starts Friday for the Jets. There you go. Because they have to get in for hard knocks, and they're playing in the Hall of Fame game. And then uh, the Aaron Rodgers uh, era begins. 
Yeah, uh, this, this is going to be hilarious to watch them. I, I haven't watched too many Hard Knocks, but this one is I actually might want to pay attention to just see how oh, yeah. how hilarious and just like sure of themselves they are there in New York. Yeah, I don't know. The, I, I think, think it's going to be hilarious to watch what goes on. Patrick, if they had any sort of like even mediocre quarterback play last season, they make the playoffs. Oh, yeah, probably. 100%. Defense is very good. A lot of talented players on that team. Maybe well, we'll Aaron Rodgers is a missing piece. We'll see. We'll see. That's Charles Davis. At least he's there in camp. Yeah, his thoughts on that. Look around the National Football League. And I like how the hype machine on the Buffalo Bills is kind of quieted down. Kind a of sick bit. of the Bills, eh? They kind of got like too hot for everybody. And then they're like, hey, you're just billing it up. Not yeah, you're not winning game. anything. Yeah, you can't even get to the title game now. You know, talk to us when you get there. Even Joe Burr's been there for, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Joe Burr's incredible. <laughs> um, lots of NFL talk. Uh, shoot us a text. A lot of interesting uh, team names here. Uh, who's the NFL team of Calgary? 960-960 name and location. Who you root for? Who you think the NFL team of the city of Calgary is? Because I can't put my finger on it right now. Uh, could be the Seattle Seahawks. I've, I've seen a lot of Seahawks love out there, but I've also seen a ton of Niners love out there. Some mm-hmm. Eagles, some Jets. 960-960 name and location. Charles Davis at 7 o'clock. Buck Martinez uh, from Sportsnet Blue Jays coverage at 745. But right now... It's time for the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. No, this is Patrick. Yeah. Jays looking to, uh, looking for a sweep of the Arizona Diamondbacks. No Jordan Romano for this series after he had to leave the All-Star game. Kevin Gosman's start was skipped. Uh, but this weekend uh, was one of the more promising signs that they might be all right. Sunday had Yusei Kikuchi on the mound. So let's see what happened. Not, not the coolest of starts from Yusei, who would throw more balls than strikes over the first two innings. Uh, a lot of that 2022 version creep back, creeping back into Kikuchi's game early on in this one. Uh, bottom two, the Jays would eventually tie it on a Santiago Espinal RBI double, followed by an RBI single. Uh, Kikuchi would leave the game with a no decision. Bottom five, uh, Jays looking for their first lead of the night, and Vlad Jr. helps them out there with a sack fly. 3-2 Jays now. Bottom si- uh, bottom eighth, I should say. Toronto looking for more insurance for that slight lead, and we get more clutch moments from Danny the man. Bases loaded, the 2-1. Swing and a line drive to the gap in left center field. Down for a base hit. Guerrero's chugging in. Chapman's on his heels. Merrifield speeding around the bases. He's coming home to score. The bases are wiped clean by Danny Jansen. A three-run double. Six to two Toronto. Yeah. Double clears the bases. Jays leading 6-2. Dalton Varsho with single home Jansen in uh, next, still that inning, and now 7-2 Blue Jays. Uh, Eric Swanson in to put a bow on this one for the injured Jordan Romano. Ketel Marte doubles, clearing the bases for the D-backs, making it now 7-5. I should say that mile, uh, uh, Mitch White was in there before. He wasn't that great. Uh, so it's now 7-5. Uh, Swanson would eventually get out of it, 7-5 the final. Jays sweep away the D-backs. Eight and two over their last ten. Mm. Five games back of Baltimore for that first wild card spot. Well, uh, Patrick, don't look now, but is the division really out of the question? The Rays were running away with it early, but 
It's it's only uh, no. the middle of July. Yeah. They're only six games back of the Rays. They got off to a bigger, better, bigger and better start than the Yankees did last year, and the Yankees collapsed down the stretch. And like, that the Jays almost got to them if they had another week and change. Yeah, I get it. The Rays uh, three and seven over the last ten, but they have an eye popping plus one fifty two run differential. I, I'm so interested to see what they do at the deadline. Like, could they go out and get one of them big fish? Shohei. Shohei. If San Diego's like, I don't want Juan Soto. Something like this. Yeah. Something like that for Tampa Bay is because as good as that team is, they're beat up. They need the big names to eventually get them through into a World Series and win the thing. And it's a good group around them. But what could Shohei? What could any of those big names do? I don't know if they'll do it. But yeah. But no, I think Tampa Bay is definitely... Uh, in the in the in the crosshairs now for Toronto and what they yeah. can do here and there Hunjin Ryu's coming back he pitched a nice uh, nice outing there down in uh, Buffalo yesterday so decisions uh, will be coming soon what to do with Yusei Kikuchi is that is that a guy you still want to re- throw out there every sixth day is this guy you want to re- lose in long relief situations kind of was like last year because I don't know if you could trust him he's been good. Yeah, but he's not like well, yesterday scared of me a little bit with his start. And there's rumors that the Blue Jays potentially are calling the Marcus Cubs a little Stroman. Marcus Stroman. Yes. Uh, could that potentially be? He's having a great season, amazing year uh, with the Cubs. I think, Is that something like, the Blue Jays would want to do? That might be one of the most popular players in recent memory. Oh yeah, with Toronto and uh, the way he left probably left a lot of a little bit of bitter pill in a lot of people's mouths. Yeah, I think because of who he was and where the Jays were, and then you're looking at that return now and. None of those guys exist now. Was it Anthony Kane, Simeon Woods, Richardson? Yeah. Was the return for Marcus? Uh, Again, I mean that's baseball. You got to. That's, that's why you, you got always, Jose Barrios in that. In that's why that you always there, trade so. proven talent yep. for prospects a hundred times so, out of a hundred. Hell yeah. Um, real quick too, uh, Danny Jansen delivers in the clutch again. Seemingly feels like uh, he delivers in the clutch every time for this Toronto Blue Jays team. Um, I want to ask Buck Martinez about this. Alejandro Kirk having a bad year. Like he's yeah. having a bad year. He can't elevate the ball. He's sending everything into the ground. And he's and he and he runs he runs like a dad who better to pass than a catcher. Like he is slower than the last day of school. Uh, <laughs> his last seven days, he's hitting uh, 080. Oh, his on base is just 115. Oh. His last th- okay 30 games is a bigger sample size. Yeah, he's hitting 209 with a 242 on base and a 253 slug. Oh. He's bad. He's bad. He's been bad. Yeah, and. No, He's a guy that. What do they do with him? Like, how how much longer is a leash on Alejandro Kirk? I mean, they have uh, Tyler uh, Tyler Heineman uh, in the system as well yeah. that relieve that can relieve some pressure. And, and Danny if, Jansen's had some bad injury luck. Yeah, it's not like he's injury prone. He's just had some bad luck. Yeah, like Dan, I I'm never scared with Danny Jansen back there for sure. But yeah, you want to keep him healthy because if you go, you have to lose him again. Then it's Heineman and Kirk. Yeah. Maybe catching is an ad, and it's funny. You just traded away Gabby Moreno to Arizona. Yeah, that would have been a guy that Gabby Moreno would have made the team out of camp this year. But, but we'll see. Uh, trade deadline is in about two weeks' time. Uh, off day today before getting set for three with the Padres. Uh, baseball on the Sportsnet Channel tonight with no Blue Jays. Dodgers begin a set in Baltimore. That'll be a good one. And the Yankees visit the Angels. Uh, so two pretty big tilts with uh, relevancy to the Jays. Angels are also going to be taking offers on Shohei Otani now. They uh, seem like they're ready to see what's out there for him. Well, they have to, yeah, right? And I think they have a sense. Well, he's not signing an extension. Nope. And he's the best player in all the game, and it's not particularly close. 
Like, you have to do it if you're in an organization. I know Artie Moreno, the owner, doesn't want to do it. And I don't think the fans will be mad at all. I mean, yeah, they'll be like, yeah, Shohei's our guy. We'll come, like, they'll, they'll retire 17 eventually in that park, even though he hadn't played there that long. But it's just the things, like, this is baseball. The way you, have a, you have a player that everybody wants, yeah. and you could literally build a system, a good chunk of a system with what you could get for him. Obviously, the team you trade him to might not be able to extend him, so that might be able to, that might dampen the uh, the return, but we'll see. You think if you're the Jays, I, I brought this up last. Yeah. I brought this up last summer. I am not lying to you. I would never lie to you. No, I know. I said I would package um, Manoa and Kirk for Shohei Otani. You're at crazy. The, you can't the, do that. Yeah, at the time, because those two were young, yeah. all-stars on the way up. Again, to me, I, I never... Just watching like uh, Manoa, like a, it's not like he was a high velo guy. He's hitting like triple digits, and you can't let that electric arm go. No. And to me, Alejandro Kirk, just his body type, it just can't last. It can work. It's working against. But at the him. same time, there's no way uh, Marcus Stroman should be succeeding like he does. And at he's his three apples high too. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we shall see. Baseball. But there's no way the Angels are taking that package now. No. 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 You know, and plus, like if the Jays were even didn't try to do that now, like the, the system is too too burnt, burnt out. There's not nothing. I don't think the Angels would take. Yeah, right but now. I think that's overrated too. Yeah, I think yeah. Again, it, all teams everyone view- values different. That's different. right. Yeah, yeah. Prospects wise, Stampeders Wild Week Five, Week Six around the CFL. Uh, that's more like it. Insane finishes. Games going right down to the wire. We'll start with the local group. Uh, Stampeders coming into Regina with a one and three record. Riders. Completely opposite of that at three and one. First half, big second quarter helped Calgary out, having a twenty to ten lead. Meyer finding some uh, the chemistry with Luther Hakunavanu for one touchdown, and then the new debuting Tommy Lee Lewis uh, for his uh, for the other touchdown that he threw of the game. A uh, ton of speed for Lewis, also chipping in sixty two yards in the return game. Renee Paradez going two for two in the first half. Wonder if uh, his consistency would matter later on. Uh, Diedrich Mills uh, with a solid game, but again, not a lot of volume going on. 11 carries for 36 yards on the game. His lone touchdown would extend the Stamps lead in the third quarter to 27-17. Fourth quarter now, scary moment for the Riders, Trevor Harris, as he was in the gra- as, uh, he was in the grasp of Derek Wigan. Uh, Wigan's leg would swing and nail Harris in the leg as well as just uh, missing, he just grabbed and was missing him and then tripped and fell and the leg would sweep into Trevor Harris's leg uh, and that would be the end of Trevor Harris. He would suffer a tibial A plateau yep. fracture on his right Gross. knee. He's going to stay in Regina for surgery. Uh, they expect him back at some point later this year, but it'll be Mason Fine for the time being. Who? Uh, Mason Fine. Oh, uh, and he would be thrust I've right never in. Never heard of yeah, that no, guy in my life. Yeah, a little bit last year. Uh, he'd be thrust right into this uh, into this one. He'd find Jamal Morrow for a score to cut that stamps lead to Are three. Are you picking up Mason Fine in our league? No, I don't need a quarterback. Uh, GVP, are you guys picking up Team Op, picking up uh, Mason Fine? You no, might- no, we're on a we're on a two week win streak right now, so it's okay. just if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right, right now. Yeah, uh, Maddie like did. Uh, Maddie did uh, update the scores. I'll get to that in a second. Um, but yeah, the rest of the Stamps and Riders story. Uh, I lost my place. Where am I here? Uh, they won. Well, where am I? <laughs> it's all right. There we go. Uh, so yeah, Jamal Morrow for a score to cut the Stamps lead to three. Paradise would make his third field goal of the day to get the Stamps lead back to where you need a touchdown to beat him. And then that's what Mason, Mason Fine would try and do. Hux went up to Tevin Jones before it, gets, before it gets to Jones. It needs to get through Jonathan Moxie. You're taught in these situations just knock the ball down. 
Nope. Yeah. Uh, can't get the interception. Goes off his hands. One of the more insane touchdowns you'll see to give your team a lead in the waning moments of the game. Still some time left on the clock, however. Uh, stamps with one more chance. Finds Luther Kunavanu for 22 yards. Couple plays, a couple plays later, finds Trey Odoms-Dukes for eight. Putting the stamps in Rene Paredes' range. 50 yards. Bang. It's good. Paredes, perfect on the day. Defense was great, especially in the sack department with seven on the day. Most of them coming from that D-line, and I know that's something Coach Dickinson has preached about, is wanting more from that defensive line, and he got it on Saturday. Stamps with a massive season-defining win, while well, maybe not defining, but changing possibly, winning 33-31. You get a split with the Riders with one more game to come in their season series. Uh, but yeah, this could be a big one in the long run of the Western standings. Earlier on Saturday, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers of all teams blew an 18-point lead, second-half 18-point lead, to uh, rookie Dustin Crum in the Ottawa Red Blacks in his first-ever CFL start. Uh, Crum with the QB keeper in overtime, and unlike a week ago in Hamilton, he did make it to the end zone. Ottawa wins 31-28, puts them at 2-3, and three, tied for second in the East Division. Behind the undefeated Toronto Argonauts, 5-0, and who now, uh, they're looking good. They beat the Alouettes 35 27 back on Friday and uh, updates from our fantasy league. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, battle. I beat Battleborn, so that was pretty cool. Thanks to Mr. Chad Kelly. Uh, he had a, uh, a big game. Chad Kelly, uh, 90, 90 points to 64 uh, to John Bender's 87.5. Beatsy Boys, 110.46. Big game from Jamal Morrow and Zach Kalaros and Renee Paredes, obviously. Uh, taking down the no longer undefeated Ratty Schmoes. Wow. Look at you guys. Yeah. Trending upwards. I've been yeah. saying it. Yeah, right. Been saying it. Yeah. And uh, Toronto, Georgia, were on a bye. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, like in, in true CFL fashion. Yeah. This a week, five-team league, I was on a bye. Uh, this week's matchups will be uh, John Bender versus you, George. and Ooh, uh, Eat that, Bender. And I will be taking on Team Op. Uh, real quick, yeah. Are the Argos far and away the best team in the CFL right now? Right now they are. After the after the Bombers just blew an eighteen point lead in the second half to the Ottawa Red Blacks, that's not that's not a good look. And the way Winnipeg's lost their games, not a good look. And until Chad Kelly starts making those mistakes, the Argos look primed and ready to roll here. Does the West feel open? The West, if you're a Stampeders fan, the West is. Yeah, it's a, it feels a lot more cluttered now. You know, two lost like Winnipeg, the Lions are two good, right? Lo- but then you They're have okay. Vernon. But then you have Vernon Adams can go throw, throw a six interception game. You don't. BC can run hot and cold. It all depends on the quarterback. Mm. Calgary, that's what you want out of Jake Mayer. You need more out of Jake Mayer if you want to have more games out of that. But if they regress to their offensive ways, not going to be an easy time. It's not going to be an easy game, games this year. Saskatchewan, that injury to Trevor Harris will be massive. They're already the most beat up team in the league, and now you're down your quarterback. So Saskatchewan could be one that could fall out. And there, so Calgary, yeah, they easily could be still fighting for this mm. uh, home playoff game. It's still early days, and they got Montreal coming into town uh, this weekend. Uh, two new brand, uh, two brand new Wimbledon champions. Uh, let's start on Saturday. Anz Jabor taking on Marketa Vondrasova, and it was the under- unseeded Vondrasova with the massive upset of the 60s Jabor. Uh, what a journey it's been for her. Once a top 15 player, dealt with a ton of injuries. Nike ended up dropping her, and in the end, she becomes the first ever unseeded woman uh, to win. She takes that one in straight sets. I was rooting for both. They both have such yeah, great stories. Anj, uh, you're going to get yours. I know it. she's going to get hers eventually. Uh, she was a finalist at Wimbledon last year and this year. She was also a finalist down at Flushing Meadows at the U.S. Open, so... Uh, 
wishing her a good hard court season. Uh, but yeah, great tournament for Vondrasova uh, for what she was. Hopefully, Nike, you're, uh, you're thinking twice about uh, cutting players uh, going forward. Uh, to Sunday, uh, the men's final. Number one, Carlos Alcaraz taking on number two, Novak Djokovic. Uh, Joker would take that first set 6-1. And that second set, an hour 25 second set. And that was the one you thought, hey, if Joker takes that one, it might have been lights out for Carlos. Yeah, he missed uh, he missed a set point, a backhand, two-hand backhand that he never misses, mm-hmm. and that kind of changed the momentum of the match. Obviously, Djokovic had a ton of chances in that marathon game uh, in the uh, in that set, but frustrating. It was the, it was the third set they had the marathon uh, the, game. Yeah, the fifth game, the fifth game of the yeah, third set. That was yeah, a marathon nearly game. a half hour. But Djokovic wins, get <laughs> converts on set point in set two. I think that match is over quickly. Yeah. But again, hey, credit the kid. He's he's dynamic. He's yeah. explosive. His core coverage is something I've never seen on the court. Yeah, he's incredible. Uh, just an epic tilt, amazing shot. But, but, but my man's done. Yeah, he's thirty-five he's days he's after over. winning both majors, the first, you're done. New king. It's over for yeah, him. That's uh, the region. The recency bias we live in. Good this luck, day Novak. Uh, Novak broke his racket. Uh, match had a little bit of everything. Novak would force a decisive fifth set. Uh, here, let's listen to how this one would end. There you go. Carlos Alcaraz wins the 2023 edition of Wimbledon in a five-set thriller that lasted over four hours and 42 minutes, the third longest match, final match in Wimbledon history. Uh, 20 days, 72, or 20 days, 20 years and 72 days, Alcaraz becomes just the third youngest winner at Wimbledon in the modern era. Hardcore season is back as the road to the U.S. Open begins uh, this month. Uh, NFL news, it's expected that the Tennessee Titans will sign wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins to a two-year deal, which uh, could be worth up to $15 million in the first year. While Kansas City and Buffalo might have been the more attractive destinations, DeHop goes to Tennessee, gives Ryan Tannehill a true number one, and if he can uh, pick up what he had at the end of last year with Arizona, I think they're getting a good player here. We'll see how much he has left. Uh, and 31, again, yeah. yeah. Again, still an explosive player, still, you know, one of the most incredible catch radiuses in the NFL. Yep. It's just, uh, can Ryan Tannehill get him the football? And uh, they have nice pieces there in Tennessee. All that Derrick Henry rumors that they're potentially going to trade him. No, he's back. Oh. I really like the tight end of Conwoo. I think he's going to have a big uh, breakout year. Number one in yak yards from tight end. And again, ends, like, what does this mean for Traylon Burks, too, to be the second banana yeah. in Tennessee and that, now, that's right? That's kind of like where he fits. The high draft pick. He kind of fits in that yep. slot mode, going to be that number two, three type wide receiver. It could help. It could help spell and him. And that division stinks. It's a terrible like The Jags division. look like they're on the rise. And I that all depends on them because they've never been able to do it two years in a row with the yeah. with this new. Like I don't Jaguar. know what the Colts are gonna look like this year. I know the Texans are gonna stink. But what are the Colts gonna look I like? I think the this Texans year? will try, you know, obviously with CJ Stroud, it's gonna be tough with the rookie quarterback. Indianapolis. Yeah, they're gonna stink. Yeah, it, it's it's it is really it's gonna be Jacksonville or Tennessee to win this division. I like Jacksonville still because I think. Wow, Trevor look at Lord, you just disrespecting the Colts. I am. I the Colts. Okay. I think it's gonna be Jacksonville or Tennessee. But still, you can ask Charles. Are you excited to interview Charles Davis? Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. All right, you didn't sound that excited. What? <laughs> it's gonna be fun. All right. Uh, Tune-up event over in Scotland ahead of the Open Championship that begins on Thursday. Uh, but up in Scotland, it was the Irishman, Rory McIlroy, coming away with the Genesis Scottish Open title. 
finishing the tourney at 15 under. He birdied the last two holes to pass Scotland's Robert McIntyre. Uh, Corey Connors and Nick Taylor were your top Canucks coming in at six under. The Open is next. Golf's final major starts on Thursday Ooh, down at, let's the, go. at the Royal Liverpool. Uh, locally, Woo, look out! we'll start with the uh, WCBL All-Star Game in front of a packed house in Okotoks on Saturday night. Uh, we're also treated to a home run derby, which was won by Hank Dodson from the Sylvan Lake Gulls uh, to the actual All-Star Game. Team West, full of Okotoks dogs. With a 10-4 win, Lethbridge's Caleb Hanley was your MVP. Dogs did play a game on Sunday against Silver Lake. What went down? Woo! Look out! Let the big dog eat! Yeah! Yeah, 5-3 winners. No rest for these guys. They play again tonight down in the Tokes. 7-0-5 first pitch. Um, what do we got here? You'll see all your favorite soccer stars like Ariaga, Ariaga 2, Bariaga, Aruplia, and Pizza. Cavs were at home on Saturday taking on HFX Wanderers. A little less cra- event crazy than the Ottawa game uh, midweek. Uh, and a lot more shots generated. But we'd have to wait super late to get the winner in this one. Cavalry desperate for the full three after losing earlier this week. It's Fisk. Up goes Beckford, bounces around, and it's in! Cavalry in stoppage time! Ben Fisk with a beautiful free kick into the box. Ethan Beckford uh, might have got a little touch on it, but eventually goes off the Wanderers defender. Daniel Nimick and in. Own goal winner at the death. Cavs with a huge three points. Now just two back up Pacific for first in the CPL. Uh, They'll be back at it on Saturday in Vancouver. Calgary Surge wrapping up this roadie in Winnipeg against the first place Sea Bears. And woof, Bears got the better end of this one. Uh, Down 90 to 63 entering the fourth. Target score set for 99. So the Surge would have to score 36 just to get to 90. Uh, Winnipeg would eventually get to that target score winning 100 to 75. Now up two and a half on the Surge. These two will meet again. On, uh, what is it? They'll meet on uh, Thursday at Windsport. And uh, Canada, gold medal games at the Global Jam uh, taking place in Toronto. Canada's U23 men and women taking on University of Kentucky and Louisville, respectively. Uh, and they would both fall. The women losing to the U.S. team 68-66. And the men fell 89-72. There you go. There's your morning report. Uh, terrific stuff, uh, Patrick. And it's brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. It's been a while since we've talked to our, our pal, one of the best guests on this radio station, bar none, uh, Charles Davis, NFL on CBS analyst, will join us. At the top of the hour, training camps are on the corner. D-Hop signs with the Titans. Uh, we'll look at the disrespect you're giving away at the Indianapolis Colts. Hey, Talk to Charles Davis about that. We'll talk to Buck Martinez. Um, covers the Blue Jays for Sportsnet. He'll join us at 745. Also on the text line, I want to know. Uh, it's July. We're, we're grasping at straws here. Um, who's, your, uh, who's your favorite team? Calgary. Who's Calgary's NFL team? 960-960 name and location. I want to find out the answer because I'm not 100% sure. I thought it was the Broncos. It could be the Seahawks. Might be the Eagles. Could be the Jets. 960-960 name and location. Cardinals. Cardinals. A lot of snowbirds. Niners. Yeah, a lot of snowbirds Keep from here. Keep them rolling Flying in. Flying down to the there old you go. They love to go to the big toaster at State Farm yes, Stadium. Sir. 
in Glendale, Arizona. All right, it's all straight ahead. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. No Rose. A Dumas. Sportsnet 960. The fan.